When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Celtics Reddit podcast. Ben Vallis here. Thank you for joining us. Hope you're doing well. We are in peak off-season at the moment. Not much going on with the Celts at all. So we thought it was high time to dive into perhaps the biggest issue affecting this team over the past four years. That is, of course, the curse of Isaiah Thomas. Joining us is the world's leading expert on the curse of IT, Dr. Charles Ulysses Norris Thorpe. Welcome, sir. How are you doing? Uh, good evening, Ben. <laughs> Good evening. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm, I'm really appreciative of you taking this time out of what I'm, I'm sure is a very, very busy schedule for you. Um, oh, and thanks for coming so. on to incredibly so. Well, look, we won't keep you for too long. Um, now, before we, I guess before we get into it, I believe the academic term for your profession is the professor of curse studies. Am I correct there? Uh, yes, that's that's correct. I, I I specialize in the study of curses, basketball or or otherwise. Um, I, I became familiar with the Boston Celtics uh, whilst very briefly tenured at MIT. Uh, well, it was uh, <clears throat> it ended rather abruptly. They told me that curse studies was dangerously unscientific, so I decided to uh, take my talents elsewhere. Interesting. Well, look, I, I'm glad, and I'm sure a lot of Celtics fans are glad that you've devoted so much of you know your time and your academic prowess to uh, to a subject really close to our hearts. Now, let's start here for the the uninitiated folks out there. So, what is the curse of IT, and what what triggered it? Okay. Well, if you cast your minds back to uh, August twenty second, twenty seventeen. Um, the Celtics had come off a, a rather astounding performance in the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, young Isaiah, who uh, who had scored wonderfully, uh, had suffered what some were calling a career-ending injury. So uh, those who are less trusting, shall we say, of, uh, of the basketball gods said, trade him. Get rid of him. We, we, we have to get rid of him. He's, uh, he's going to be something of a poison chalice for the Boston Celtics. And thusly, he was traded for Kyrie Irving. Now, uh, that, uh, that's really where this all, this mess starts. Uh, the following four years, now this, this number is going to reoccur several times. You'll see that the numbers are terribly important. Four years of bad luck, four years of uh, mistakes, uh, free agency fallout, shall we say. Um, we all know the, the situation with Kyrie Irving. I need not uh, remind you of that. But, uh, for mm, instance, Al Horford, the, uh, uh, the big money contract, uh, Gordon Hayward, uh, suffered a, a debilitating injury uh, in the first five minutes of his first game as a Celtic. 
and uh, and of course more recently Kemba Walker. So as you can see, there's four max free agents that uh, really symbolise the the bad luck that the uh, Celtics suffered. And these four max free agents, they were impacted at no fault of their own. This is from your studies. They they revealed that this is all triggered by that that initial trade that Danny Ainge made of Isaiah Thomas. Oh, absolutely. He 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 somewhat cast a spell, shall we say, upon the Celtics mm. by making a disastrous decision. Now, I'm sure some of you will say, but why 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 on earth would we keep a player? such as Isaiah Thomas, who, who has uh, uh, befallen such an injury. Well, you see, that man was about to become exceedingly wealthy. So uh, one would imagine that he would, uh, he would give uh, Rich Paul, uh, LeBron, LeBron James's agent, a call. Uh, of course, Rich Paul wouldn't, uh, wouldn't answer that call, would he? But uh, Isaiah would leave an answer phone message, and that would later be responded to by LeBron, and he would say, fix me, King. I've got $120 million to, uh, to play about with. And, uh, and as such, he'd dust off the... Uh, the injury and uh, return to the court, uh, uh, a brighter, bouncier version of himself. I have no doubt. Mm. Well, of course. So the, the Oxford Dictionary defines curse as a solemn utterance intended to invoke a supernatural power to inflict harm or punishment on someone or something. You, you mentioned those key four free agents who have clearly been... I guess victims, for lack of a better word, of of this curse. Are there are there broader reaching impacts of this curse that maybe the the layman like myself wouldn't have realised? Well, I mean, I, I suppose if you if you look at the the situations with Terry Rozier, Marcus Morris, these these people were uh, expected at the very least to to return to the Celtics and, and play a big role, but uh, Danny's. Danny's hubris has, has, has led this team to uh, be ever further mired by the, the, the bad luck of uh, said curse. Uh, yes, it is supernatural in nature, but uh, man plays his role here, and, and that man is Danny Ainge. Mm, of course. There are some IT curse deniers out there. I'm curious to hear what you what you say to the IT curse deniers of the world. So a couple of Reddit users have commented on on you know recent occurrences of this kind of content in the Celtics Reddit community. So I'll go to one user here, user Wallando Boom, who said, Haven't we made the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times since trading him? What do you say to someone like that who continues to to thrive in an optimistic sort of viewpoint, you know, despite living under this curse of IT? Well, uh, okay, let's uh, let's let's look back in history and uh, the 1985 NBA Finals, Lakers Celtics. Uh, if you remember the year before, there was the clothesline felt around the world. Uh, Kevin McHale taking out uh, uh, Kurt Rambis, uh, the the original Greek freak, shall we say, and. Um, of course, Rambis, a, a well-known practicer of the dark arts, and he, he, he put a curse of his own onto the Celtics. So that following year, I mean, of course, of course they were going to repeat. That would have been a Celtics three-peat, 84, 85, mm. 86, 100%. But Rambis wasn't having any of it. So he said, okay, Mikhail, 
you'll stop me from scoring. Well, you will be the leading scorer in the next playoffs, but your team will lose, and they will lose in Boston. Uh, and the, I mean, it, it, without a doubt, that's definitely a curse. There is there is no chance that the uh, the Lakers could have outplayed the Boston Celtics. No. Mm. So it sounds like from what you're saying, these curses can rear their ugly heads even amid sort of um, simultaneous success. And one shouldn't be distracted by ongoing success and rather one should look to focus on on the curse at the core of itself. Am I, am I understanding you correctly there? Uh, well, well, look, yes, the team made it to three out of four Eastern Conference Finals, but that's the Eastern Conference Finals. Is that an achievement? Mm. No, a, a championship mm. is the only achievement in basketball, clearly. Mm. We'll go to another Reddit user here as well, because there are quite a few who err on this sort of curse denial side of things. I'm, I'm certainly not one of them, but uh, but anyway, right, yeah. this person... Uh, the username is Fuck Black Horses, and we can unpack that username on a, on a future episode. Well. There is no curse, and you trade IT for Kyrie 100 out of 100 times. One can't make a team, and one is still playing at a superstar level, referring to Kyrie, obviously. It sucks the way everything went down, but it is what it is. Um, they, they mentioned that you'd still make this trade 100 out of 100 times. I, I'm assuming you would take the inverse approach. I, I can't imagine a world where you would go back and, and make this trade. In fact, it sounds like if you could, you'd go back in time and, and undo the trade. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I, uh, for one, uh, as I stated before, you know, Isaiah has become a very, very rich man due to this you know, new max contract that we, we absolutely would have signed him to. So he's, he's going to heal up. He's going to put on another all-star showing, and this, in turn, will attract free agents later on down the line. I'm, I'm sure Kawhi, perhaps, would have considered the Celtics uh, as, a, as a destination in 2019. Of course, Greg wouldn't have traded him here, but nevertheless, mm. uh, the fortunes of the Celtics would have been completely different, and, and, and the idea that Isaiah Thomas couldn't have bounced back. Well, Kevin Durant, LeBron yes. James, these, these, these athletes can do it. Just a little bit of a, you know, a, a, a trip to a clinic and they're, uh, they're right as rain, shall we say. Hmm. You've segued nicely into my next question there, and I'm, I'm sure that you've uncovered many a detail on this in your lengthy academic studies, but can you help us understand what a world over the past four years would look like if we hadn't burdened ourselves with the, the curse of IT? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, there is only one rational answer to that question, and that is four championships. 2018, 2019, 2020, and of course 2021 would all have been Celtics gold. 21 in 21. It's got a nice ring to it, hasn't it? Uh, as I say, Isaiah would have bounced back. He would have been the... Uh, the, the the leading point guard and had an absolute all-star season. Uh, Gordon Hayward, of course, there would be no ankle injury. He would have been the man, shall we say, in uh, in Boston whilst the uh, the Jays developed and became the stars that they are now. Uh, Horford would never have left. He would he would have mentored the uh, the the young Robert Williams, who by now. Uh, I would have thought would have been a, you know, a top top five centre in the league, and Hakeem Olajuwon uh, kind of player. Oh, absolutely, no, no doubt about it. I don't think there is a 
there is a silly bone in that boy's body. Uh, he, he, may, he may present himself as someone who makes, uh, shall we say, uh, ill-advised decisions on the court, but, uh, I mean, mm. look at him. He's an absolute specimen. So, yes, Absolutely. that, that well, that's look. your answer. We, we, we would have had uh, just a fantastic four years. Le- LeBron, by this point, I think, would have retired. I mean, he just embarrassment, really, of, of going to the Lakers, not winning another championship, not being in the GOAT conversation, boo-hoo. Mm. Michael Jordan just bought a new yacht, by the way, LeBron. Hmm. <laughs> Just overwhelmed by the success of the Celtics, it sounds oh, like. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, look, yeah. It's, yeah. it's so difficult, given what we've seen in the past four years, to look back and envision you know, what might and, and probably could well have been. So um, it, it's very good that people like yourself with uh, you know, great minds and, and significant academic resources are out there really honing in on, on this kind of um, issue because it really is important for to fans to realize. We were talking a little bit offline, and supposedly the curse is now broken, or it's close to being broken. Uh, I'm curious uh, if you could explain to us a little bit more about why that might be the case. Well, you sort of you you have to go through a process. There there are there are a variety of of spells and actions that one must take to reverse the uh, the effects of a curse. Now, we were always tied in for four years. Again, as I say, the number four recurs again and again and again. It it, it the, the numerology of this is uh, is so important, so integral, can't be ignored. Um, but if one looks back to the beginning of April this year. We've just come off the All-Star break. Uh, the Celtics are about to go on uh, on a, a series of games on the road, on the West Coast. And Paul Pierce, now we know him as the truth. But w- what does that mean? What does the truth moniker mean? Well, of course, he's a prophet. He, he sees. He sees the future of this team. And he has determined that Danny Ainge is going to be stepping down as the general manager of the Boston Celtics by the end of the season. So he himself performs this uh, ritual, shall we say, on Instagram Live uh, to show us that the sacrifice of the job will lead us to better things. He said, good things are coming. The truth shall set you free. I mean, do do you need any more evidence than that? But I digress. Uh, We begin a process of reversing the curse. The trading for Evan Fournier of the Orlando Magic for two second round picks, uh, a, a paltry sum, really, um, but the, the four again. It, it was a. It was symbolic of the understanding that this curse was going to be coming to an end. Um, mm. But of course, without without Danny stepping down, Danny, the the Mad King, the 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 man who who represented the number forty four. To, in the eyes of in the eyes of the Celtics fandom, I mean, not in the eyes of Brian Scalabrini, perhaps, but um, <laughs> he needed to to step down for this process to begin, and uh, and when it was announced, I think, uh, I think those of us in the know were were really rather excited. Um, it was, of course, when Kemba Walker was traded that I really thought. 
the fortunes of this team are about to change. Um, mm. So, the return of Al Horford. I mean, Al was was representative of the contract that Isaiah probably would have gotten had had the trade never happened and perhaps the injury hadn't been taken into consideration. A um, hundred million was it? It was it was roughly a hundred million over over four years for the yeah, uh, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Um, well, you, you see, this this is perhaps what Isaiah would have received. So, to get him back in the fold meant that you were ridding yourself of the the, the last piece of the 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 four way puzzle uh, in Kemba Walker, who who really he, he he exemplified all elements of the curse. He he's uh, he's on money that that you know, really is perhaps uh, undeserving of, of of someone so so hobbled by injury. Um, mm, sure, and he of course, was also representative of the betrayal uh, of the Boston Celtics because, as, as we understand it, Marcus Smart, what's up, my hive, um, he has he's always been there in the fold waiting to take that position, to be the leader of the Boston Celtics, to be the starting point guard, but each time a new person has come in to stand in his way, it was mm. first Kyrie and then Kemba. So it was a betrayal of, of him, but of course of, of the entire fan base, because we all knew that uh, the Celtics needed a, a point guard who could distribute the ball, and uh, it's not exactly Kemba's uh, forte, shall we say. Oh, there's an, another number four. Um, so, 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 yes. Uh, uh, where was I going? Well, I'll add a, a Reddit user comment there on the number four. So, user FunkBroFunk wrote, guess who became a full-time contributor of the Celtics broadcast this year? Uh, That's right. Chris Forsberg. Coincidence? I think not. Absolutely and not. Yeah, very observant there by Funk Bro Funk. Thank you for that comment. And Reddit user Squim Jim wrote, and we talked, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'm, I'm keen to sort of circle back on this because it is important uh, as far as the longevity and the history of the franchise. So Squim Jim goes on to write, this curse is more ancient and more menacing than the supposed ancient texts would lead you to believe. Why was IT injured to begin with? What about Kendrick Perkins? Kevin Garnett, oh, yeah. Reggie Lewis, Len Bias, Larry Bird. The curse is real. It's just not what you think. It's the curse of basketball, and no one has been able to defeat it. Uh, this year demonstrates that it's only getting stronger. So I ask, I, I guess I mentioned that comment through the lens of this next question. What's next for this year's Celtics, or the, the, sort of the short-term future for the Celtics? Are we, are we spiritually speaking, owed a burst of success, having sort of made it out of this curse? Um, to make up for the last few years, or should we expect an ongoing curse longevity, which, as Swim Jim points out, has, has been affecting the Celtics for, for decades now? Uh, well, 
to return to uh, to to Squim Jim's comment. Now let let's not get ahead of ourselves. Not every single thing in this world is a curse. I think that's a fairly preposterous notion. Um, you you see, sometimes bad things do just happen. Larry Bird had a bad back, and. Uh, well, you know, the, the, the 90s were the 90s, and Rick Patino. Hmm, well, anyway, I, I, I digress. Uh, the, uh, the, the thing is, is that, yes, there has been a curse, but we have reached this point where the the paragon of this team of the, the the man who is bringing the boston celtics back into the light and mr brad stevens how many letters in mm. the name brad one two three four letters there it now, is now the uh the the pobo one two three four again the president of basketball operations brad stevens has set into motion a reversal of the curse let's see what are the actions that have been taken he has extended marcus smart for four years he Bingo. most recently extended uh, robert williams the time lord the man who has seen it all he knew it all he has seen every single possible outcome for the celtics he is of course a time lord a, a manipulator of the time space continuum so he already knew this is precisely why he took the number 44 in the first place but the the extension is so important because it comes with uh, certain caveats can anyone tell me how many games must robert williams play to receive the uh, the bonuses uh, written into his most recent contract Mm, I, I believe it is 69 games, precisely. It, it is. It is correct, yes. And, and, and the, the number 69, nice. it's a, a incredibly Nice. It's an incredibly special number, you see. It's, a, uh, it's the sort of yin-yang in the numerological world. The six and the mm. nine, you, you can picture it. And, and, and really, that was the signifier to me, that, that this, this curse really is coming to an end. Um, but... Hmm. What are the fortunes for the nearby future? Well, the the East is very much a stronger place now, and uh, LeBron's uh, retirement community seems to have uh, grown in size, has it not? Rondo, you snake. Well, anyway, um, I think that the Celtics can expect at least the uh, fourth seed. In the Eastern Conference. Great. Uh, will they reach the Eastern Conference Finals? It remains to be seen. I believe that the fortunes are changing, but we shouldn't get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, perhaps, perhaps not. I'm. A, mm. I'm not a mind reader. I just, I just research curses. Yeah, absolutely. And I would imagine, not knowing a lot about curses myself, of course, not being in the in the study of curses at any point in my life, that it takes a, a certain amount of time to get out from under the weight of such a curse. And this could be, as you theorize, our first season out from under the weight of said curse. And it might might take, I don't know, a season or two for us to 
to right the ship, so to speak. But it sounds like we can be hopeful and optimistic that we are now in a position to to drive this team back to its uh, its once sort of dominant image that's sort of expected around the rest of the league, uh, which is really promising. Well, I mean, the, the 18th coach of the Boston Celtics, Eme Odoko, will tell you that uh, Banner 18 is coming. It's just quite how soon that might be. Perhaps 2023, perhaps 2024. Again, the significance of the number four. I would say good things await this team. Absolutely music to my ears, and I'm sure for all the listeners out there, before we wrap this one up, I know you are short for time, and I'm sure you've got classes and and lectures to get back to, so we will be brief. Before we wrap up, how can this sort of thing be avoided in the future? Is there a player on the roster that that we're at risk of creating a new curse around if if we trade them at all? Ah, yes. Well, this this isn't going to be music to the ears of many Celtics fans, but you see, you mustn't trade Carson Edwards. He wears the number four. We must appreciate the significance of the numbers. If we trade Carson, mm. well, well, let me tell you, the uh, the future will be bleak. Uh, Jason Tatum will leave by the end of his contract. Uh, I, I expect Jalen Brown will force his way out, probably to the Los Angeles Lakers, and uh, you'll be you'll be left with a, a shell of this current squad. Um, so yes, hold on to Carson. Do whatever you need to do. Put him at the end of the bench. Um, stick him in catering. Whatever. Just keep that man on this team. Hmm. Maybe a redeeming quality for Danny Ainge there. And, you know, a lot of people had been asking, essentially since Carson Edwards signed with the team, when are you going to trade this guy? And maybe a, a parting legacy by Danny Ainge to, of course, keep him on the team and ensure that he's, he's locked up wearing the number four for uh, at least a couple more years there. If I may address the, uh, the Celtics fan base directly. Now, I have been lambasted and ridiculed over the past few months for for merely suggesting that there might be uh, a sort of intangible supernatural element to the bad luck that has befallen this team uh, but let me let me assure you that the curse is very real magic is very real and, and not just a Johnson. And you can read all of this in my book. Uh, my book, uh, it's uh, Curse Spiracy, Isaiah Thomas and the Cursed Celtics uh, by, by, by me, Dr. Charles Ulysses Norris Thorpe. There is a foreword by Fongos, uh, as, as you'll be happy to... Happy to know. Uh, Fantastic. It, I would say it would be available in all good bookshops. However, I took it to t- Simon and Schuster, and they uh, they uh, they laughed me out of the office. So uh, you can, uh, I'm sure, I, I will get some uh, copies available on my website. But uh, yes, don't doubt the truth, people. Of course. Well, I think that's a really great place to to wrap it up. Miles Plavis, Dr. Charles Ulysses Norris Thorpe, I believe is your real name, which I I was hesitant to use on the podcast. I wasn't sure if you wanted to maintain some anonymity there, but um, you're very proud of your work. We're very proud to have you on the podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Being a pleasure. Go Celtics. They're the balls. 
Indeed, go Celtics. And listeners, keep an eye out for the, the published works of Miles Plavis there. Very, very invigorating stuff. Folks, we'll be back later this week. Until then, go Celtics. Peace. Peace.